right. Welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Chasers podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we were on here and a lot has uh, gone on in the league and in the baseball league. And uh, tonight I am thrilled to have on a guest who he came on in uh, the first season of the Challenge Chasers podcast and he really made a name for himself. He, uh, we like to kind of consider him the bad boy of the league. Uh, nothing's really off limits. And, uh, you know, in some circles, he's actually known as uh, one half of the Bruise Brothers. And uh, so just from host to host, I, I, I welcome Ari Steyer back to the podcast. Ari, how you doing? What's up, Rain Man? You actually, uh, you checked off one of my three, um, you know, boxes I had written down for what I wanted you to intro me as. We didn't talk about it ahead of time. League bad boy was actually number one. So I'm glad you touched on that. Um, you want to know what the other two were? I definitely I definitely am curious about that. We're, we're on the same wavelength, though. I can't believe I yeah. checked off number one. You, you nailed it. You actually nailed another thing we'll get to here in a second. But uh, league bad boy, that was number one. Number two, league heartthrob. I think as the, as the finest looking guy in the bunch, that's probably worth mentioning. Um, and then uh, league second smartest or second largest brain uh you know behind shot obviously so i thought that i thought those three were all relevant you got one not too bad wow it's funny i actually etched out heartthrob that was going to be the one i was going to go with but you I had know, that uh, huh I, yeah i did have it there's just a lot of competitive guys in the league and i just didn't want to break any hearts out there well that that's fair um you know don't be shy next time if you've got two or three things you know lay them lay them on me i'm good with that i i absolutely will i mean i, I needed some kind of content seeing that uh um you know, I'm in the same boat as you, but our uh, our record hasn't really uh, been a lot to boast about in, let's say, the last uh, year or two. No, not quite. But, you know, it's it's all luck. So that happens. I think it is, too. Will there be a, a further breakdown of a, a brain analysis later on or are we just going to leave that one as is? Is that I just think, a given? We know the I think over the over the decades now that one's been become pretty clear that there's really not much to dive into there. It's clearly a, you know, a tier one. Uh, of Sean and I, and then, you know, kind of the rest. Uh, so, so that makes sense. And, you know, within the tier one, you know, there's probably a bit of a, of a discrepancy. I'll give the nod, to, nod to Sean there, but, um, but, you know, otherwise I think that that part is pretty clear. If you were to take the average IQ of all 12 members of our league, do you think we would be above the, like, like fan, like let's say CBS fantasy baseball, like median, IQs if you took so, say the me the median are we talking means or medians yeah, that's a good point I said I said average and then I brought it back to median let's go let's go the the average of ours against the average of CBS all CBS leads yeah so that's interesting because you know as you know with a as a, as a mathematician um, averages can be difficult and uh, they can really be swayed by an outlier here or there and we've got some dumpster diving brains. So I don't think it's going to be super favorable. Um, okay. okay. Medium. Despite Sean and I really hauling the load up top. Yes. I, I forgot that you guys, uh, uh, you put such a weight on your shoulders and uh, the rest of us are so thankful for it. It's hard. You know, everyone else is really just out here trying to do well in fantasy baseball. Sean and I tier one brains, we're doing a lot more than just, you know, trying to make, the best acquisitions and moves we can make for our team. You know, we're also, we're also running, you know, stats 
and uh and you know really just big power brain stuff so it's like you know we should be bumped up in the standings i think just based on that alone makes perfect sense and for the listeners that aren't aware stats is short for statistics oh thank you thank you yeah i forgot lowest common denominator baby let's let's bump this down a notch i think that was smart good call well so the reason i said all leagues were because i imagine that like you just consider people in points leagues to be an upper echelon or roto leagues like what do you think that dynamic is that's a good question also one other thing to consider is age are we going over 18 under 18 everything because we've probably got some nitwit children in here you know like just (laughs) you know they just like found the internet and we're like oh i can play fantasy baseball and they're like nine you know so let's let's leave the kids out of this i i think i think that at least a few of us are above them uh let's yeah no definitely we would be above them is what i'm saying for sure in in theory in In theory theory. yeah in theory um wait what was your question my question is do you think that uh the brains tend to cluster on one type of uh, format uh yeah probably roto is the brain group i actually think this is actually a perfect segue um which you can tell that we're two two hosts just hanging out not a host guest you know because because the segues are just perfect but uh some would say a two-way street yeah, exactly. A host. It's a host to host type of connection. Um, well, I think there's going to skew brain size in the Roto leagues because those are all the nerds just just running a math, just running math, just doing stats. And then I actually think we as a league in our league format is is the lowest of the group because below points. Because it's neither smart nor fun and dumb. It's in the middle. And you know, as, as you know, as a man of science, anytime you try and thread a needle like that, you're just going to end up making yourself look foolish. So I think it's actually Roto 1, biggest brains, highest IQ, points to us, weird middle ground format 3. <laughs> uh, that makes perfect sense and i don't want to keep clarifying the whole podcast for you but i want to clarify for those out there who didn't understand the host to host comment uh i also alluded to it earlier about uh ari being one half of the bruce brothers but ari is the host of a fantastic other podcast i guess this is a plug here the uh, bruce brothers that him and uh kevin wygan host for our fantasy football league we're in so uh are any type of quick plug you want to get in there any type of advertisement special subscription services for those listening right now well i was actually considering myself just a, a host tonight you know a host of of this with you tonight like a co-host situation uh less of a host guest vibe more of a host to host you know kind oh. of conversation but hey i love a good plug bruise brothers check it out it's called the bruise brothers power hour it's very insightful. It's very fun. You'll learn mostly. It's mostly about learning, uh, but you'll also have a good time probably a little bit too. So yeah, check it out. Once football Lark. season rolls around, we really get going. Uh, yeah, I can't can't praise the podcast enough. They do a great job. And no, I'm I uh, I do like the idea of host to host. We'll uh, we'll keep this like a uh, a water slide where you go up and down. Hell yeah! Um, and I'll see you on all future pods. Then perfect. That's that's a verbal <laughs> contract. Everybody heard it. <laughs> So, Ari, I feel like we have to address the 600-pound elephant in the room. And that You really is... shouldn't talk about my mother like that, Stephen, <laughs> on, on live air. Come on. Oh, wow, that's brutal. Um, no disrespect. Uh, you uh, said it. So, no, the uh, your, this is your 
um, brainchild, and it is the fantasy baseball algorithm. Oh, the algorithm. Yeah, yes, I, feel I remember like, that. I don't. I don't know if we need to necessarily um, go down the same path we did last time, but I'd sure. love to just. I'd love to know honestly. A, do you still think about the algorithm at all? Have you ref have you refined it at all? Have you fine tuned it? And B, now that you've had, you know, a, a little bit of that was off the cuff, right? Uh, you've had about a year or two to kind of like analyze it and think about uh, um, think about it. I, I think you're pretty close to the mark. Um, I just love to to kind of hear about, uh, you know, a couple years later, you're a couple couple years wiser, a couple years smarter. Um, Got a, got a couple extra goose shows under your belt. Uh, I'd just love to know how you're thinking about the algorithm. That's a great question, Stephen. Now, to be perfectly honest, I made all of that up as I was going and haven't really thought about it since. <laughs> Do you remember what the algorithm was, the breakdown? I think I'm about, I think I've got, I'm, I'm about 60% sure I can remember what it was. Yes. Do you remember so the breakdown? Yes. I think one third was luck, right? Like th this is this is a the function for success, right? One third yeah. of it's luck. One third of it is I think you you I don't use I don't know the exact term you used, but I think it was like activity, right? Yeah. Like how much time and prep and transactions or research knowledge, yeah. et cetera. And then the other third was, I believe, just pure raw mental horsepower. Mm. Does that sound right? Because it's that last one that I'm I'm not as certain on, but I think you were, I think IQ was an input in some yeah, so way, shape, I, or form. What I, I think that's right. I think it was, the, the, that was the three things I'm pretty certain. The breakdown, I was going to say 40, 40, 20, with 20 being the Your knowledge. Right. And I think the knowledge was also like baseball knowledge. Like, do you know about players' names and how baseball works a little bit, you know? but it was a general knowledge bucket, including just brain power. And I think it might've been 40, 40, 20, but You're yeah, right. we're, it, we're in the same zone here. Uh, so was. yeah, I think that holds up. I really feel good about that. Uh, and I don't think there's really been any way to, to, to dispute it, which as you know, if it can't be disputed, then it is fact. Um, and that sounds like that's what's happened here. So I feel great about that actually. Yeah. Okay. So then would you categorize your results in the last few years as just not being lucky right well i would say i'm a bottom two or three uh contributor as far as the league goes in terms of activity which is 30 33 to 40 percent of it depending on which thing we're going with but, but uh, i'm saying can I, can i'm I pause bad you real at quick? that can i pause you real quick last yeah. year a couple of teams that made the playoffs weren't high in activity though so i just want right. to make well, that it's clear a, that... you know it's a third of it i think i'm getting docked there Okay. I think I've had some bad luck. Uh, at least, you know, the first half of this year, I was fourth in the duck, uh, the duck ranking, and I was in eighth place. So I wasn't getting the breaks uh, while my team was playing well. And uh, so stuff like that. And then, and then, yeah, my baseball knowledge and general IQ, I think my general IQ, like I said, tier one, uh, but my general baseball knowledge has slipped, you know, kind of with that activity. And you don't get the bounces and boom, there you go. You're not a playoff team. Uh, you're, hard, you're, you're still a top nine team because come on. Uh, but yeah, you're not a playoff team and that's how that goes. No, I, I, uh, I totally, I totally agree with you there. Uh, that's, um, 
It's really an interesting topic. Uh, I think you hit on something there a little bit. I know your, uh, your final variable is probably a little uh, um, out there, but I don't know if the only one that I've started to think about that could maybe deserve a little piece of the pie, a very small sliver, is that like the one for the animal spirits and like the baseball gods. Don't you dare say saber metrics. No, no, no. The saber metrics falls into another bucket, but I was going to say the yeah, the, the bucket gods. of no consequence. Yeah, sorry. Continue. And I guess this could maybe go into your luck category. Maybe this is just a subsector within luck. But you, uh, you've you've been very open about bashing the league, which I think is fantastic ah, because because yeah. we need that balance. Do you ever? Do you every ever good story worry... needs a heel. <laughs> Do you ever worry that that's going to bring you some kind of bad luck or that kind of the baseball gods are going to they're going to spite you like a like latte Larry's? I do feel actually like I uh, probably do get smitten, spitten. Is it spitten? I do Ooh. get spi- spited. Spat? Spot? Is it spot? I think it's spot. Spot sounds I, I get right. Spot. Yeah, I think I get spot a little bit there. Uh, which again, I'm comfortable with for the good of the league and, and you're welcome. So, so am I hearing this correctly? You make sacrifices on the behalf of the collective whole. Correct. Imagine if we were all still mad at Kevin for something he did in 2010, you know, how boring would that be? Like, (laughs) you know, Kevin was the, Kevin was the bad boy, right? Everyone hated him because of his gill mesh trade offers or whatever. And uh, and, you know, he was the heel for a long time. And then he be- turned himself into kind of just a regular good boy. Honestly, if anything, he gets picked on, you know, within the group more more than the average person. And uh, and we needed a new heel. This probably started five, seven years ago. Um, and and yeah, the league's just not going to be as fun if that type of person isn't in there. And yeah. I saw an opportunity and I jumped all over it. Now I think you I are do. the uh, the proverbial uh, Gil Mesh uh, savior. Don't you put that evil on me? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I also think another nice segue, host co-host of mine, Stephen. Uh, I think my league bad boy reputation has actually had a a negative effect that I didn't consider. I considered the luck. You know, the gods. I always consider the gods. Um, as a big god guy myself, that's important. Um, okay. And, and uh, I didn't anticipate what I consider it to be, and you can correct me on this. I'm not 100% sure. Potentially a fear around interacting with me. And what I mean that by that is uh, I have received zero trade offers in what are we nine ten weeks in zero inbox text and i don't count from kevin because we're always talking and he slips them in and i say no and we move along i'm talking like hey thinking about a deal you interested in this guy type of you know real conversation not one do you think it's a fear do you think it's my team has zero valuable assets like what do you think it is so you're a very approachable guy and so i've always thought so I, I'm going to have to lean towards more of the fear side of it because you've got some studs, man. Your outfield looks like an all-star team. 
It sure does. And I've got a good staff and scuffling a bit, but you'd think I'd that one of those guys would at least would at least garner an offer of some kind. And I would guess I would just like to say if I could have a, a quick soapbox here for a second, um, address the guys in the league, the other 10. Hey guys, my name's Ari. I'm a super fun, friendly guy, and I'd love to wheel and deal. I'm pretty wow. open to it, and I probably know less about baseball than you. So <laughs> I'm I'm it's like my pants are halfway down. Come over here and pull them down. That's all. I, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, wow. Well, so uh, the only thing I can add there, because I think you kind of covered everything. It was almost like a second plug um, <laughs> is I think it goes both ways. Right. Have Should you, I be doing outreach? I don't know. So I don't necessarily believe in the text outreach or the verbal communication when it comes to trades. It's, it's something I really don't like doing, Yeah. Um, but I will send trades over to people. Have you, have you sent any, have you, have you put out any vibes? Steven, when you are the hot girl or the hot boy at the bar, you just stand there looking good and people come talk to you. And that is what I think should be happening. <laughs> so, so then they're then they're afraid of you. I think that's what that comes down to. I'm I'm a half naked boy with a ripped chest standing there at the bar, halfway undressed. Just come over here and take off the rest of my clothes. They're yours. That's a really uh, vivid analogy you chose to uh, go with there. Um, I. Uh, so you're you're saying that if I I just want to make sure that um, we can put this down and uh, put this on paper. You're saying Julio Rodriguez is fair game. I mean, look, I'll have a conversation about everybody. If I'm looking at improving my team, is he the guy I'm trying to move? No, of course not. It makes perfect sense. Could he be had? Yes, for a king's ransom. Of course, anyone can be had. I think that makes perfect sense, and. Uh, I've always I've always wanted to kind of float an idea of trying to broker a deal while on a podcast, especially one oh my of, God, amongst, you know, amongst very uh, approach, approachable hosts like uh, ourselves. I had this on my list, Stephen. Look you at us. This... Look at these co-hosts. This is uh, this Let's is do just, it. Uh, it's, it's like we've known each other for a while or something. It's, it's like we finish each other's porridge sentences okay yeah <laughs> porridge we do share that too <laughs> times are tough out there we're eating porridge yeah man i love it all right i'm pulling up i'm pulling up your roster right hey, now hold on you live in you live in brooklyn pretty hip place right i consider myself to be a pretty hip guy yeah is porridge hip again if i were to go out in brooklyn could i find a bowl of porridge if i tried now, that's a really good question. Is there a difference between porridge and oatmeal in your mind? Yes. Can you describe uh, said difference? Yes. Whoever oh, is amazing. Ask, whoever is asking for um, one of them, it depends on their overall net worth. Oh, interesting. Yes, I picture so, por- so- porridge. Porridge is what Uncle or Grandpa Joe had before. Um, he was like ripped out of bed at the from, chocolate factory from the golden ticket. Yeah. He had mm. a, it was porridge. They were drinking in that, uh, that English yeah. shanty town. I see. And, and grits, where does, where do grits is grits like a Mason Dixon line thing? I think so. I, I, don't, I, 
I don't know the socioeconomic um, factors that really affect grits. And so okay. I, I, I tend to not tread into those uh, those areas. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, if you were to go looking for porridge in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York, you would likely find uh, a bowl of porridge that is the costliest in history. Okay. So you're given your description. So I think you could find oatmeal, pay oatmeal price, and they might call it porridge in the store. That but makes sense. Based on your description of the definition, uh, you know, the differences, that's probably oatmeal. I, I think that's the difference. Yeah. I Now, it's a hit place. They could bring porridge back, they could make porridge cool. They could, but then inherently, if it's cool, the price probably goes up, and then you're probably looking at only people who can do oatmeal do porridge you know like then then it gets it gets muddy i think in there potentially but i think it does well i'm glad you finished i wouldn't rule it out i wouldn't rule it out. i didn't know if it was like a texture thing or an ingredients thing you know what the difference would be no i think it's a wallet thing a wallet thing okay yeah so i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna go with yes with with an asterisk okay well it sounds porridge in brooklyn it sounds like you have a follow-up now yeah, you want me to go looking for you? <laughs> You're gonna, well, we'd love to have you back on the pod next week. We can maybe discuss the conversation again then. And uh, Yeah, our, well, as a co-host, right. I assume I don't even actually need to be invited because the co-hosts are implied. So, perfect. Yeah, I'd love right. that. Well, that's all we got for tonight, folks. Come back <laughs> next week and have Ari discuss his journey. No, I'm just, I'm just messing around. And so uh, we do love finish it. each other's sentences, but uh, you said that uh, uh, that was on your list. Uh, not the porridge diversions we just went on. The brokering a deal live on the pod, first time ever. Thanks for making that clarification. I don't think the listeners would have caught on to that. I know how. Again, not to not to beat a dead horse here, but uh, you know, bottom of the barrel here. We got to keep it. We got to keep it. You know, f- able to be followed by everybody, right? Not just not just the Sean. Uh, so yeah, trades. Hey, we're, right. we're in Singapore, man. You just remember, yeah, okay. this is, this Actually, is global. I have that on my list as well. Should we go there or should we do this trade <laughs> no, first? Let's do the trade. Okay, put a pin in that. Help me remember. I want to talk about the uh, international listeners. Oh, they can't wait. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, what's your team name? The Young Fireballers with a J. Young Fireballers. All right. Oh, we're, we're right next to each other in the standings here. All right, so what are you generally looking for sort of thing? I'd say like, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of more bat seeking, I would say. Pitcher, I have more pitchers than I have bats would be my analysis, but I'm open to kind of anything. I think for the pod, we maybe try and keep a simple little one for one, maybe not a blockbuster, something we both can be happy about, but isn't like out of control type of deal. I don't know. What are you thinking? I think that makes sense. I had a blockbuster, but you I did. don't know if I don't know if I'd be willing to pull the trigger on here. And I don't also know if you would do it. But um I, um, I figured if we're going to do a trade on the podcast, I might as well give you Ronald Acuna, right? Whoa. You can't trade him. I know. Right. But I tend to do those things. Dude, he's the best player in the game. I know. I know. Okay. You want to do Acuna for J-Rod? Just call it in right now. I was going to say, give me Kyle Tucker and Luis Castillo and I'll give you Ronald Acuna. Whoa, I am interested. I would need to lower the pitcher there a little bit because there is a potential that Acuna's had the best two months of the season already. And 
Tucker is going to get hot. So I would do Tucker and maybe one tier below level pitcher. Um, nah, can't do it. Nola? What about Nola? Mm, I don't think it's going to cut it. Okay, then I need something back. And that's where I would start to lose value. So let's let's table that one, dude. No let's, way. That's a that's a fine deal. What about a, a pitcher who's like average, just an arm that's average? You like you know? How about Nestor? I don't. If I have to, if I have to make concessions f- while involving Ronald Acuna, I'm probably not getting the better end of this. So let's. That that was the only deal I do. Who are you gonna Acuna. drop? Who are you gonna drop? Me? Yeah, we, it's two for one. So you gotta drop somebody. I will drop. Lars Newbar. Oh, he's hurt. Yeah. Is it bad? No, he's fine. He's fine. Back. I don't think. All right, so I don't think I would even. I would do that. I don't think I would do Acuna and Newbar for. Um. I will take whoever you're going to drop. How about that? To make the deal on the pod. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Dude, what do you mean? I like I like a two for one. I like Ronald Acuna for those two. And even those okay, two. Okay, but I'm, I'm... you can maybe just give me a heads up of who you're going to drop. <laughs> Why don't you see it when I do it? <laughs> oh, I feel like you're playing a little bit too much hardball on the wrong part of this. No, so I I can't. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. We're gonna lose. All right, call uh, it in. I'll do the deal. We're losing all of uh Indonesia. I think right this now, is fascinating. This is fascinating. Is. What do you mean? So it would take. So here's here's the reason why I'm not gonna do this, because I don't see even the deal you proposed. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I was oh, hesitant to dude. say it because I I think that it would be an impulsive move to just get a deal done on the on the pod. Um, I I don't. All right, how about this? There is no higher I, replacement value than Ronald Acuna, and you I offered even, him. I know, I know, but I was thinking Kyle Tucker and Luis Castillo. But all right, uh, deal. It is a good trade. It's a really good trade. I mean, I think you're getting the better end of this. I think you're I'm getting an ace. I know, and you're getting the dude, dude. That would that would give your outfield Randy Arozarena, Julio Rodriguez, and Ronald Acuna. I mean, yeah, sure, but my outfield is the only thing that is fine right now. I'm just losing an ace. Um, and I'm buying we, high potentially. We're gonna have to table this one. I'm in. I'll do it. Uh, well, it's nice just to for hear the that fun. We, isn't it kind of fun that we just brokered a deal on here? Now, whether this gets executed or not, we're gonna have to. Uh, oh man, um, you're gonna have be... serious pressure on you if you bail on this. <laughs> oh, you're peer pressuring me now. I mean, well, you offered well, the so deal. I I'm countered, the who... and then I said, "Okay, if anything, I'm negotiating against myself and doing it." I came to the table with with a deal prepared. Did you have a deal in mind or did you just want to talk something out? No, I was just going to talk something out. Uh, I was going to go kind of like lower level, you know, uh, situation right, I'm try- here. But... I'm trying to get listens, man. I'm trying to monetize this thing. I see that. Have you ever, by the <laughs> way, clicked on the select team to trade with thing on the web? Every single team name is in a different font size. No, where is this? Where is that? If you go click on like trade and then choose the team to trade with, it's just like a it's a bug or something. It's just like every font is a mess. Yeah, I don't know. CBS sucks. Yeah, um, I will say that I've been pretty disappointed with CBS. Uh, it just seems 
I don't like that I can't see my players' stats for the day unless I'm in the scoreboard. Like they don't they don't update the stats. Oh on yeah, my no, it's terrible. It makes um, it makes zero sense. It's to me. terrible. We can move along for the sake of the pod. I think this was fun. And just a little FYI, the deal is in your inbox. Okay. Tucker right. and Castillo for Acuna. All I'm right, doing cool. this for the fun and on the love of the game. I think it's pretty funny that we are also playing one another right now. That is funny. And we may be swapping, uh, we may be swapping players here, but uh, um, yeah. So let me just review this and then I will, uh, I'll get back to you, but uh, yeah, that um, sounds like, great. I think that's fun. Now I'm worried that anyone that joins the pod is going to believe that they need to uh, uh, make, make blockbuster deals. Now this is setting no. a pretty high precedent. This is only really elite people can pull this off. Okay. So are you, would you, do you like, do you um, kind of relate to Ari Gold? Uh, yeah. Well, the character was based off of me. Didn't you know that? It was. Yeah. I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, yeah. Based it, it, kind of, it kind of feels like you're using his tactics here. Dude, I'm 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 bending over backwards here. Like I said earlier, I'm I'm bare butt, ready to go. <laughs> that all right, that analogy's uh done. <laughs> <laughs> you putting the kibosh on that? I'm putting the kibosh on that one. All right, um, fair enough. Well, I'm yeah, excited to see if you accept this deal or not, and then hopefully can survive the ridicule if you don't. Uh yeah. I, I'm I'm open for it. We uh I'm gonna um I'm gonna fire up the engines a little bit later and uh, dust off that old pencil and calculator and uh do some back of the envelope math well hopefully the deal's still in your inbox by then oh is that a threat i it's just it's just how how what would ari gold do you know speaking of which i want to know what ari steyer would do what is what is a day in the life of fantasy baseball for ari steyer looking like right now a day in the life does it even exist i mean every day or not every like, day i'm saying like g- give me give me what a week looks like for you as it relates to your fantasy baseball schedule like yeah so i will check at the beginning of the week and set my lineup based on pitching match you know who's going to be pitching on my team and then uh and then you know that's that's, that's the bulk of it and then I'm, you know, peeking in every now and then, every couple days, maybe, uh, seeing what the score is, seeing um, if I, you know, if I'm on Twitter sometimes, just scrolling. If I see one of my guys was ruled out, I'll pop in and fix that. Uh, okay, but it, so you're you're on Twitter, super, you're on fantasy baseball Twitter. Well, no, it's like I mean, like if uh, I guess yeah, technically I probably follow some guys. I wouldn't it's say I'm on bad. it. But. It's not bad, right? I'm not knowledgeable enough. It's just like, I don't know. I have some Phillies. Like if they're out, like I know that, like, I don't know. I check every now and then to see if guys are out. And, uh, and yeah, sometimes stuff scrolls across, uh, all all the old timeline there. Uh, but it's, you know, I'm not locked in. Um, and I, I I will say, I don't think you need to be. Well, you know, it is what it is. I will say a part of it is like, I really, really hate our format. I really don't like it. I think, uh, I feel partly responsible for that. Um, I don't love exactly where we're at right now. I think that um, we might have overcooked it. And that's, again, I probably take full blame there. Just trying nah, to. It's, a, it's a lot of people. It's not on one person. But, but I do like the 
it still seems that in the fantasy baseball community, um, the, like home league, like you would call this a home league, right? Yeah. The most popular home leagues tend to be head-to-head categories because you're still getting that, um, you're still getting that that feel like football where you're playing against someone and then you're getting the category aspect to where like you're kind of balancing out the game a little bit i know you might not be like i just don't agree that yeah i just i mean i think i don't know what the masses do i'd say if the masses are doing it we probably don't want to be doing it just as a general rule of thumb um but i would say yeah having the head-to-head aspect is critical i don't think roto is good for me personally but it feels like some weird middle ground because I I it's not more balanced. You're only your performance is only relative to the person you're playing against, which is always the case. But it's not just a win or a loss. You can have a bad week and drop 10 spots in the standings from one bad week. And that's just like uh, not how sports work. Like you usually no. win or you lose. And if you win by one, you win. And if you lose by a hundred, you lose. So like my team is 500 basically this year for every week, except for one, I got zero 10. So I had one awful week against a guy who's having a good week. And I'm, you know, 12 games under 500 and in 10th where I would otherwise be in like seventh and in striking distance from one week. And that like, doesn't actually feel like it balances things, you know? So I use the word balance to just refer to the, um, the aspects of baseball that you're like getting uh, points or rewarded for. But I totally see what you mean on the, ter- in regards to the outcomes being balanced. Uh, I'm with you there. So I'm 500 this year. I think I'm, or I'm four and three or something along those lines. Yeah. And I just, I got um, wiped the last three weeks. Like I've lost two to eight each week. Yeah. And I went from second place to ninth place and I'm with you. It's uh, um, I, I like that you can move that much. But it does make things a little like last year, you know, um, I'm it's funny how you can bounce around that much. And then when it came down to it, I missed the playoffs by half a game. Yeah, I just think like I think that part of it is is more frustrating than it is enjoyable. And I think if you wanted to do points like you could just do points in a way that levels the playing field across the different categories of the game, like you could make, you know, all the things that feel like they should be even a run, a single, a stolen base, whatever you could make all of them the same value and you could make homers too. you know, like you, you could, you could screw with the points to make it. So it's like, it feels like, Oh, you could build a team off of just a ton of steals and run scored. Just like you feel like you can do that here. I'm sure there's a way you could do that with the, with the configuration of the points. But so, yeah, that, that part's bothering me. And then uh, I just like, I think following along is so much harder I can't just like quickly and easily anywhere in the app or anywhere in our format see like what team is actually really good. Like I have to run a report. Yeah. So analyzing the <laughs> different like... teams is yeah. So looking at the teams, it's not as I did like ESPN's um, standings how they show underneath it the yeah um, the total league ones. I'm with you there. I the uh, the only thing with CBS here that makes it a little easier is they give a rank to all hitters and pitchers. So you have a sense of where you can kind of judge people against one another, just using that, like um, that ranking system. Yeah. But Whereas I have no we, idea what that's made of. I know, but at least it's better. Like on ESPN, we never had a ranking system. Well, they had so the like, player rater, which was the same thing. I had no idea what that meant. 
Yeah, it, it's kind of the same. Um, and like, if I, I look at it, yeah, if I look at it, sorry, no, if I look at a, a, a scoreboard, I'm like checking in on Thursday night. I'm like, oh, who's like doing well going into the weekend? Like, I can't actually see who's doing well because it's just, it's just, it's, it's a weird string of numbers. Oh, it's, it's three, six, one, but the other guy has five pitchers coming and the, all the pitching categories are uh, close in counting. Like, I, I, you can't just flash across and be like, oh, this guy's up 800 to 750. That's going to be a good matchup. Or like, oh, this guy's up 812 to 450. Oh, this is a blowout. Like, you can't yeah. just like quickly scan and be like, oh, here's what's going on with the league at any given moment within a week either. And that that has always bothered me too. Which makes perfect makes sense. To follow. So I don't know if we'll ever go back to that point stuff again. Any decision with the league has to be um, kind of put up to a vote. And so I don't know what, what will come of it, but my, my bone to pick, and I don't know if you would agree here, like I don't, and I know I was a big proponent of this. Like I love daily being able to get people in and out of the lineups, but it kind of gets to be a bit much at times. I wish there was a format where you could just do weekly, but you had the ability to slot someone out if they got injured. Yeah. I love that. I think the weekly thing is better for following along more casually and it's better for i think it's like a fun strategy of like oh do you have two starts do you lock them in like i think that thing was always fun i always enjoyed that but yeah i mean getting a guy injured on a monday just sucks so like i have lesser of an issue with the daily thing i would be down to switch it especially if that thing you're describing of oh if a guy hits the il you can swap him out we can't that would be sick we haven't been able to find Kevin and I have scoured these different platforms and yeah. stuff along those lines. And like, we really haven't found anywhere where you have the perfect setup. And so um, it's hard to, it's hard to say what would be the best thing to do. Um, but yeah, we haven't yeah. seen one where honestly, man, and I don't want to give away our uh, genius idea here, but like, it may feel like the fantasy baseball market is saturated and, you know, fantasy sports are well and done, but like, there obviously isn't a great fantasy baseball um, platform, in my opinion. Now, and I listen to the fantasy baseball community probably yeah. at an above average rate, and people will say what they want. The one that they would always uh, rave about was CBS, and I've been on it. I've been, it's been horrible. I yeah. feel like we need a Chalice Chasers platform. Yeah, we got any engineers? I, I mean, I thought, uh, um, well, we'd have to address you and Sean first being in that upper – Upper tier oh well, yeah, my my on. my intelligence uh, quotient—that's what IQ stands for—is uh, not uh, in computers. Okay, uh, it's more cultural. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know that there was different sequences. Oh, oh, see, that's why you're not in tier one. That makes perfect sense. I, uh, um, yeah, I'm I, a, I'm a cultural I, intelligence. I'm a I'm a I'm a street smarts kind of intelligence uh you know book learning you know come on <laughs> yeah definitely overrated right yeah yeah i mean sean could maybe help us here i think i think tim too i know tim's got some oh yeah uh, tim's an engineer right yeah tim um i don't know if i can trust him though i feel like he'd put something in the code that gives his guys an extra home run every five days or something like uh sketchy like that you know i think i think it's time we uh get him back on the podcast and maybe uh you know the two of us as co-hosts here can talk to him sometime. I love that idea. I love talking to Tim. Uh, he's a hilarious, a hilarious chat. 
in pretty much every context. So I'm, I'm always in for that. I would, I would have to second you there. And so, uh, so then, all right, looking forward for the rest of this league or the rest of the year in the league here, um, you know, you're, like you said, you're top nine, uh, you've got some, some injuries, you've got, uh, you know, some guys playing well, some other guys doing okay. What, where do you go from here? Like, are you just, you know, you're just going to probably not scour the waiver wire. You're just going to ride it out and, you know, hope, I think I need some deals. I think I got to change the, 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 the juju and okay. I'm excited about the one we've got cooking. I think that could be a win-win for both parties. And like I said, I'm, I'm half dressed here, ready to go. Folks should just come on <laughs> over and buy me a drink. Uh, I got to put the kibosh there again. One more time. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, um, We'll see about the trade. I'm, like I said, I'm going to do some uh, analytics later. And uh, just I think get to the, everything get to the you, of you analyze is going to show you that that's a good deal for you. And if you were a good friend, once you realize that, you would include a counter with the guy you're going to drop. Just What's, a, a so, co-host to co-host kind of deal. Maybe. So got to ask then. You've been playing fantasy baseball for a long time here. Yeah. And, uh, our league, we've got to be getting up there right now in terms of cumulative years played. Like our league probably has close to what 150 total years of fantasy baseball played like that's wild i love it yeah it's 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 the it's the the bedrock of fantasy baseball for me and i and i uh and i love it i'm happy you, to be part of it you would think that's getting close to expert status but no my question for you is what's the most memorable trade that you've ever made um or is it good the, question this is going to go back to probably like high school days um, I, was afraid, I was afraid it was going to. I feel like we may have. Did we discuss was it with this on you the last time? When I did the Ian Kinsler deal? I, don't know. I acquired Ian Kinsler, fellow Jew. Uh, I want to say it was like June or something of the year. It was kind of scuffling. And then uh, acquired him. I don't remember who I traded. And he immediately went like five for five with like two home runs and a cycle on his first day on my team. And like launched into like second half of the year you know, one of the best players, best hitters in the game status. So that was a classic um, for me that I love. I also, Kevin's going to shit on me for this because I don't remember the exact specifics, but Kevin and I in like 2008 or something made a one for one deal where I acquired Brandon Webb. Yes. That was uh, the one I was thinking of. And I don't, you don't remember who I gave up. Do you? Was it another? Uh, I, I think it was an no. arm. No, 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 I honestly no. I have think no it idea. Was. Yeah, right. Because Brandon Webb, that was back when complete game shutouts mattered. And yeah, just, and then he had like he would... five complete game shutouts in a row or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, I forget. Um, I, I remember that one, but I those are my did... faves. So you and I did a deal once back in the day where I think I, I gave you some, some Phillies like Cliff Lee or Roy Holiday, and you gave me. Maybe like R.A. Dickey and someone. Mm. I forget what it was. We we that made the some... Dick Ball year where he went off. I think it was. I think oh it wow! Was. So that's a good one for you. I don't remember that so fondly. But I um I think we uh we've definitely struck up some deals before, and I've owned Ian Kinsler, but I that one doesn't ring a bell for me. Yeah, I... um, it's it's um it's a while ago. I also remember one of my favorite moments ever. I think it might have been the first year I ever did the league. I was drafting from a friend, my family friend's house, on their like local home computer maybe 07 08 and i drafted chase utley like two or three overall and everyone laughed at me and then he went on and won the mvp and it was just the greatest draft pick ever was that 09 
I don't know. Whatever year he won the MVP, it was that year. I think it was 09 because he had an unbelievable year. He, I yeah. mean, he was good in 08 and 09. He, I remember when you you did that, and uh, um, he was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, the Chase MVP, you'll never forget. He had, wow, dude, his war, he should be a Hall of Famer, honestly. War, what is it good <laughs> for? That's what I think of every time I say war. In 05, now part of this is his defense is incredible, but in 05, he had a 7. 06, he had a 7. 07, he had almost an 8. And then 08 and 09, he had 8s both years. Like, that's, you don't, Roland didn't have years like that, that high. And he Yeah, Roland's a bum. Chase Utley might get in. Bum. Roland's a bum. He never liked Philly. We never liked him. Yeah, he's not terrible, but. Uh, he's a bum. My favorite trade was I made a trade with, uh, um, another member of the league. I traded Manny Ramirez. And then the next day it was announced that he was suspended for steroids. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I, and I think that. I think that was the fantasy gods. Yeah, they dabble, man. They dabble. I used to talk a lot of smack in our group chat. I used to be the, the smack talker. And if you've noticed lately, I try to be a little more diplomatic because I am trying to replenish my relationship with the uh, said fantasy gods. Yeah, I think uh, I I think I hate it, but I get it. <laughs> I want spice rainy back. Spice <laughs> spice rainy. I want spice rainy back. Yeah, shooting oh, maybe, everyone shit, maybe dropping if, loads everywhere. I want that. Maybe if I uh, if I come... verbal ones, of course. If I come in last again, we're close to it. I'll uh, I'll go back to my uh my more um abrasive uh fantasy smack talking days. But uh, good. Yeah, Speaking man. Speaking of, uh, I got some questions for you. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So um, make make yourself at home. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I can flip the script here, right? Co-host to co-host, it's good. When you um, go and eat dinner at someone else's house, do you say grace? Do you lead grace? Well, okay. Do I lead Grace? Uh, I I don't lead Grace. I have led a Grace or two. I don't, um, no, I'm I'm saying like, do I traditionally lead it? No. Do I participate? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm thinking of more of the Curb episode where Larry was having a dinner party and his mechanic sat at the head of the table and then asked oh, if he yeah, could that's say great. Grace. No, that's I was actually how, feel very uncomfortable at the Grace to be honest because um if i just stood up and was like okay time to bench uh <laughs> whatever that one goes uh, that prayer is like 10 minutes long if if i just launched into that people would be very uncomfortable and uh you know that's kind of how it feels to me when you're talking about this you know baby jesus guy or whatever um well that, but, that's uh, that, the reason i'm I respectful it up is of course makes perfect sense i asked that because it felt like when you coming in with the questions it felt like you were about to say grace like it's this is this is your table <laughs> this is my table now and uh <laughs> given that it's my table now how would you say the impending baby is going to impact your fantasy baseball life day in the life and success is the baby that you're going to have next you know by next season you'll have a full-time baby uh, is that going to make you worse because you are spending all your fantasy baseball time cleaning up its shits and teaching it words and stuff? Or is it going to make you better because 
you know, everyone always like, oh, they have a baby and then they become like a stud at whatever they're doing, you know, because it's like now it's real. Now there's real stuff on the line. And then you kind of like spend more time with this baby. Maybe you spend less time making bad trades on a podcast and then bing, bang, boom. You're a champion. What do you think? Totally. So I think it's a a, a fair question. And I just want to clear the air for our uh, listeners in Cambodia. Yes, cat is out of the bag. My wife and I, Nicole. Oh is, God, uh, I didn't just spoil that, did I? Well, I, I don't. I don't believe the uh, the listeners in the um, the Far East. Or is this the, the official announcement? This is the official announcement. We are having oh, a baby. Wow. Uh, we're having a baby um, in uh, in November of next year, and we are very excited for it. And Ari, I think it's an absolutely amazing question because Wait, November of this year, right? Yeah, Nicole's yeah. Nicole's not going to be pregnant year. for two years, is she? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's no, you're not what you want. November of this year feels like next year to me. Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's uh, um, it's moving very slow, but no, we're very blessed. And uh, Ari, I think that I will still be as involved in fantasy baseball as I can be, or or I'll, I'll still have the same level of engagement as it relates to just like researching stuff and listening to things because I tend to um listen to baseball podcasts or um, listen to fantasy specific baseball type of material when I am out and about walking around. And I still think I'm going to have to do that with a baby. Now, I think that my level of caring about fantasy baseball will probably go to the wayside for a little bit. Like it's Mm. not going to, it's not going to be, I'll be honest with you. And I don't think this is a shock. Um, other than you're going to you know, love fantasy baseball more than this baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's put that on the record. No, I would, I would say that like during fantasy baseball, like one of the first thoughts I have in the morning when I wake up, other than thinking about my beautiful wife yeah, is, is how did my guys do last night? Wow. I want to, I want to check to see how they did. Yeah. That's, that's my first thought. And you know what? I'm willing to, I'm man enough to say it. I think that some of the other listeners on the league would maybe agree with me. They also think that way. Sure, there's a wow. lot that don't there's a lot that don't but um i think that that's going to change there's no yeah. way that's going to be my first thought or my first course of action is let me see how ronald acuna did in oakland last night uh with his last two at bats that i didn't get to see yeah um, i mean i would hope not otherwise i might have to call child services <laughs> but but the other part it could work to my benefit though because sometimes i tend to overcook this stuff right now, i'm trying i'm trying not to right now and i've been I thought this year I did a great job of it, like with the Ronald Acuna pick. Uh, before the season started, before I started listening to any fantasy baseball stuff, I kind of was a little reflective, trying to just think about the uh, the catastrophe that happened at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, if I got the number one pick in any league, I'd take Ronald Acuna. That guy's a stud. And then I started listening to fantasy baseball stuff, and I could have given you a reason why to take every other player but Ronald Acuna. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days before the draft, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with that thought I have. I'm probably better off going with my gut than trying to overanalyze this in this situation. And it, it worked so far. I think it's worked out. Yeah. So I'm I think thinking so. that I could, think your team's going to be even better once you make this deal with me. Once you have Acuna, but uh, yeah, so yeah that's a long, you have two sick guys for one. It's a very long winded answer, but uh, I think that it's a, uh, it's an appropriate one. And so, yeah, that's where I stand with that. But uh, um. Any other questions? Last half full. Yeah, I got. Oh, I got. A, I got a, one more question, uh, and I've got. Uh, 
if you'll allow, um, I've got a bit of a theory. I'd love to do a little bit of a, you know, merging. As those of you who listen to my pod know, I do Ari's Theory Theater, every podcast, <laughs> where I come up with a really fun, interesting, thought-provoking theory to share. And I've got a good one for you. And it's very above the belt. Don't worry. Um, so if we have time, I'd love to get to that. But I, I have nothing but time for uh, for theory. I, I think yeah, you're for now until November. You're more of a fantasy baseball philosopher than you give yourself credit for. Yes, yes, I am a philosopher of all things. Uh, <laughs> and I'm glad that's coming through. <laughs> well, maybe maybe on another podcast we'll revisit what the uh, the other things that you uh, philosophize on are. But uh, we can yeah, do that so let's, anytime. Let's keep rolling. So we've alluded to this a few times, and I told you to put a pin in this, and I'm glad we remembered, one of us at least, to unpin it. We've talked about these international listeners quite a bit. Now, uh oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> I need your hooked up to a polygraph, full honesty right now. Do you think that these international listeners are actually real people, or is this a bit and you know that they're bots? So, am I on a polygraph? I would like you to be. This is your podcast. You can take it however you like. You could say you're on a polygraph and lie. You could say you're on a polygraph and tell the truth. You could say you're not and tell the truth. You could say you're not and lie. As far as I see it, those are the four options. And I won't actually know, but I am dying to know. All right. Well, so our cluster of listeners in the German countryside, probably bots. Okay, why is that? Because they do they not have internet there or something? Um, it would be hard to be a bot without internet. Uh, no, right. because I can't imagine that a, a home listener fantasy baseball league is gaining any traction there. I, I just don't even know. Like, what is baseball like in Germany? Yeah, no, it's bots. It's uh, you know, bears on unicycles. That exactly. Um, the thing is, though, I oh, do know that's Russia. Well, so the Russia listener, he's not showing up right now on the on the um, the. I like how you're gendering the bots. <laughs> yeah, he's. They are not showing up on the map anymore because, and I'm thinking that this stuff is able to scrape some of it. So I don't want to say that all these listeners are bots, like Singapore. Maybe not a bot. Uh, it looks like our Jakarta listener is not showing up anymore. I'm not sure why. And so maybe Jakarta, to, can you hear me? Right. Maybe they've been able to scrape it. But I will say that the odds are low that they rated us five stars. I just, I just don't see them looking to promote external fantasy baseball content Who's they? Get, the, 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 these these countries i think that they want to promote from within the the home league fantasy baseball in singapore they're they're supporting their their brother in there i just, so you I say just bot. don't see them no 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 i don't say bot i think they're real but i don't think they're giving us five stars oh you're saying if it okay so you think they're tanking your ratings on purpose to promote from within but they are listening choosing to press play as a human Yes. Is that yes. right? 
I, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head, and I, I, that's okay, definitely I think not that's a total bullshit. But that's whatever you like to hear. <laughs> no, it's. I it's think funny this that, polygraph machine would be going berserk right now if I could see it. I think before we got onto this, I probably would have said that they were all bots. But I do find it interesting that some of them aren't showing up anymore. Like the the Moscow one is gone. The uh, probably once have, they realized you weren't a threat to uh, national security, <laughs> they transitioned yeah. the bots elsewhere. Right. But so it's funny. Um, uh, maybe I mean, I the firm I work for has an office in Singapore. So maybe that's real. Like you never know. Mm. Um, but uh, and nothing but love for Singapore. I've heard it's an absolutely gorgeous place. But yeah, I do think it's the thing that makes me a little more skeptical of them being all bots is just the fact that it looks like maybe the bots are getting scraped. Because I think a lot of these people that use these services for podcasts are trying to monetize this stuff. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of the bots. Oh, but, speaking uh, of, we forgot to do our ad reads. Oh, okay. Did you did, did you have that queued up? Yeah. Because we could always bring back the old uh, grilling of the competition by Tim, which was a very classic ad from the Bruise Brothers. But I don't know <laughs> if they are due up next or if there's a different one. Brought to you by George Foreman, of course. I don't have any ads, actually. We haven't landed our first sponsor yet. We still have ah. trying, but I will say the- How about the Singapore Tim- Airlines? Singapore Air could be a good one. Greatest flights, greatest prices, best leg room- Singapore Air. Where leg room means a lot. How'd I do? I'm, I'm not great <laughs> at this. That was, that was perfect, Steven. Uh, you're on the Bruce Brothers. The Tim Grill segment was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever. I, I had that on. I had the podcast on. It was early in the morning. I was like walking to work and I, people would have thought I was a crazy man because I was giggling out loud. Yeah, sometimes that just pops into my head. It's the grilling of the competition by Tim. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, that's good. Do you, um, so do you have any more questions here? I don't want to. Uh, is there no, anything I, that you'd like to be asked? What are we I looking at here? About on? an hour? Yeah, 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 we're getting close to an hour. It's funny. Greg and I recently went like an hour 50. Yeah, that was a that was a bit of a snooze fest, don't you think? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, love I wish I wish no, I love Greg. Have a, I wish we could have a dueling podcast with uh with you and Greg on and just kind of hear about what uh, we can anytime. I know his calendar. It's very wide open. We actually just joined a softball league together. Um, Are you guys playing softball? Yeah, this summer. It starts in a couple weeks, I think. Monday nights. Dude, uh, I love Greg. Nothing but uh, but love and respect for him. And the fact that he is dedicated and named his team after something I said and basically dedicated his entire ethos to coming up in the top nine finishing in the top nine because of some stupid drunk throwaway comment i made is potentially the nicest thing anyone has ever done to or for me i've never been more flattered in my life and hearing that he thinks about it every day of his life uh brings a great smile and warmth uh to, to 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 my face and my body and uh i just wanted to say that that's absolutely amazing. We were, I don't know if you heard it. I don't know if you made it that far. I in. did. I listened to the whole thing. We were wondering what it was about. Uh, what was the, uh, to, to steal your, your word, what, what is Ari's uh, ethos that makes him uh, um, so kind of, uh, you know, famous in the league? Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the street smarts. It's the philosophizing. It's, it's all that good stuff. I think 
it's the smile, the charm, the looks, the brains, you know, it's the wild card. It's all of it. So I think that part's easy to figure out. Um, but it is surprising that he named his team and he thinks after me, after something I said, and he thinks about it every single day. That is hilarious. <laughs> well, well, he's on a roll right now. And so whatever he's doing is working. And uh, uh, we'll have to I'll get tell you what he did. He stopped drafting only Mets, which is why I said, oh, you might finish top nine this year because you didn't do the thing we all did when we were 12 again. <laughs> He still did have a piece of paper next to me, and he drafted off that piece of paper. He there was no going off the script. He had a script, and I, uh, you know what? He he might be more. I don't think stubborn's the right way. I think he might be more committed to a activity than you are. Yeah, he might be. I, he you- uh, how is he? How is he as a as a baseball man? As a softball manager? So uh, great, great commissioner. Could you make a comparison to another manager in the MLB or one that would maybe people would know of that maybe Uh, doesn't manage? Yeah, I'd say he's got a little. uh, He's got a little Tommy Lasorda in him. He's got that. He's got that fuse that just isn't that long. Uh, It's a little bit of a Tommy Lasorda, Bobby Valentine mix, I'd say. But those guys never pitched underhand, but she can do well kenny yes and i once saw him leg out a triple in what was one of the funniest displays of running i've ever seen so um yeah, that was great he smashed it probably should have been a homer his, but do you know what his spin rate on the uh on the pitches are or what's his yeah vertical it was move? probably what's like his vertical uh, movement looking like 0. 0.7 or 0. 0.8 spins per minute Uh, okay okay yeah for a minute i don't know the conversion um but yeah it was probably about that and uh uh, elevation change you know he could get it anywhere from you know 30 feet high down down to the floor wow so it had a A real lollipopper 30 foot vertical on the uh, got a 30 foot vertical yeah which is pretty good yeah and he's he's a good good commissioner um we actually joined uh yeah yeah he's 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 a good guy all around. Do you think I should be a life coach, Stephen? A life coach? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. it's probably about time. I see. I should probably go to school for that. Take, I, I don't take even, a class. I don't know if you need to go to school with uh, this uh, abundance of street smarts. I think you just need to uh, um, Brew. just start just start doing it, man. Yeah, I'd probably, if I was applying somewhere, I'd probably use the Greg test case. Uh, you know, the, the use case of, of Greg heeding my advice to the tune of what is he in third place or something uh, specifically because of me. I think actually I deserve credit for everything he's done because of that. I would probably wow. use that as my uh, look what I can do, you know, sort of thing. And then I'd probably get accepted everywhere. Well, a fantasy life coach. Well, no, I'm thinking real life. But OK, you're going to you're going to extrapolate this out to real life. That's I what think... I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, fantasy life. Uh, who wants that? You can just make that up yourself. <laughs> no, fantasy. I think I th- I think you're onto something here. And if anything, I would, uh, Greg. Don't be surprised if there's a Venmo request in your inbox soon from Ari. Sounds yeah. Like, what's uh, the going rate there? What do you think I could get from him? Fifteen hundred an hour. Fifteen hundred an hour. Well, considering it about five seconds of work, I can I can work with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it I think it averages out. And or do uh, I just have a split the pot if he wins? You know, play the long game. I don't know. He might be good for it. I think I saw him in oatmeal recently. Oh, wow. 
I didn't realize yeah. he rolled like that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, ostentatious to say the least. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if he's fucking around with oatmeal, that's that's big. That's big dick stuff. So we've gone pretty long on Greg here. Greg, uh, you know, we love you, man. Uh, you're a great addition to the league. And uh, all right, it makes me think of how much fun we all had at the draft. What we did we have a blast. To, I think we need to get it on paper what we're doing next year sooner rather than later. And I know everyone's going to hate me for saying that. But uh, if you had to throw your hat in the ring for uh, something to do or somewhere to go to draft, any ideas? Uh, I mean, I like when everyone comes to the city I live in best. <laughs> oh so, yeah do you that's probably my favorite option i was thinking like uh if we plan it in advance we could do a destination like a something easy chicago boston dallas we should go somewhere warm if this is like march yeah dallas could be cool right yeah we could do spring training somewhere. yeah i just yeah maybe i i the spring training you know that spring training remote. guy no, no, no. You and I went there that one time. I just, um, spring training's kind of not the easiest to get to sometimes. Yeah, just go down to Clearwater. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got Clearwater. It's easy. There. Clearwater. Yeah. It's easy. It's like a flight. Um, go see so, the bills. Well, we'll have to figure it out. Maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll actually, uh, You'll commit to being there instead of uh, uh, surprising me every year, man. That uh, you always yeah. give me a heart attack. Yeah, I'll I'll commit. I'll commit. I cleared my, my I cleared my March twenty twenty four. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm gonna need Clear. every weekend, every weekend uh, taken here so that we can uh, we can find somewhere to go. But uh, all right, well, this has been an absolute blast, man. I don't really have anything else for you other than. Uh, um, just wondering if you if you have anything, you know. I've loved the conversation. Uh, I'm glad to have gotten to co-host this podcast with you tonight. Uh, I would love to finish <laughs> with my with my theory if you are uh, okay with it. Oh, absolutely! I, I forgot about the theory, and you're really uh, you're really this co-host thing. Is this like is this going on the resume? Are you looking for new jobs? Like you're really hitting this one home. I just call it like I see it, baby. <laughs> okay, so. I found I found a co-host. It's sometimes you find things and you're not even looking for them. Yep, and that you don't even want at all. It's great. <laughs> uh, all right, Ari's theory theater drum roll. Maybe pop a sound effect in there. Uh, okay, today I am discussing oysters. Whoa, yeah, oysters, Rainy. You 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 eat oysters? You, you do oysters? <laughs> um, what do you think about oysters? I'm not a big oyster guy. Yeah, you're not. Okay. That that I, sounds about right. I, I don't one is enough. The they come in quantities of twelve. It's just not for me. I, I never order oysters. Um I'm just one of those uh yeah, it's 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 not my cup of tea. You're a meat, potatoes, and porridge kind of guy. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Taking All a right, shot so at my we'll... livelihood. <laughs> oysters yeah what about my theory is oysters are not a food you do not eat oysters you do oysters (laughs) they are not a meal they are an activity the reason i think this is because i don't think it can be considered a food if you don't need your teeth and you can eat endless amounts of them and never ever get full wow i think you're onto something it, you, def- you think so? 
I think there's an oyster culture, right? It's a, it's a, um, it's a way of life, right? Like you, you buy into it or not. Yeah. It's a hobby. It's like, Oh, we're going to get oysters. Like, yeah, you're not really eating. You're sort of drinking and it's pretty gross. You know, you're just like sucking down salt water, more or less. You could eat a million. You're never going to be like, oh, I don't want to eat my meal now. That's not a food. That's a hobby. And I think okay. we should refer to it as such from here on out. So I like that. So what What would you say? Like, hey, I say, you know, would you guys like to do oysters? Would you like okay. to uh, uh, practice oysters? Um, I'm trying we to do not eat them. More. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Have you have you had a recent experience that has led to this uh, revelation? Uh, probably. So the way this works is I just go about my daily life and I make hilarious observations in my brain and I write them down in my little note called Ari's theories. And then I pull them out for perfect occasions like this. So I do not remember where or when I thought this, but I did <laughs> at some point was likely around an oyster People were probably going on and on about how much they love eating oysters, how delicious they are, how they could just eat oysters all night long and be full and not want to eat anymore. And I was like, that's stupid. You can't eat them to fullness. You know, I'm and I wrote sure it down on my notepad. I'm pretty sure a guy did this in New York once before and it became a really famous show. Really? Yeah. I think his name what? was Jerry. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's kind of he's 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 pretty good. He's pretty good at this. <laughs> I I think he would be impressed with my speed, but I think I think he would. I think that you would be a natural protege. He could be a mentor. Do you think he's looking for mentees? Well, if he is and he's in Singapore, I know that he'll find us. <laughs> Do you think I'll run any risk of Big Oyster trying to take me down? <laughs> I, I think you do. I think you do. Um, Big Oyster definitely could bring you down, man. You never There's know. There's some nasty sons of bitches. Once you start following the money, you have no idea where you're going to end up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep I'll keep my head on a swivel. So I had to look it up. How much protein do you think is in one oyster? Point zero 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 one. <laughs> I almost don't Rams. want to tell you because I, I almost don't want to tell you because I don't want to, I don't want to uh, give any information that would. Uh, well, no, this part of the theory theater is usually somebody arguing with me. So if you've got an argument, I'd love to hear it. I'm not the argumentative type, especially with you, because True. You, you tend to be able to cut right to the, the pit of an argument in a, yeah. in a very quick amount of time. Well, that's uh, why I like setting these up so I can just take people down. Well, this one you didn't set up so great for yourself. It looks like an oyster is about six grams of protein per oyster. But this that doesn't like automatically mean they're filling. And does that include the shell? Because people don't eat the shells. <laughs> does that include the shell? Yeah, like maybe the shell is protein rich. Oh wow, this is that. no. Oh wow, this is actually um. Or I like you that stuff you're not eating. No, that's um. There's eight grams of protein for six oysters when they're breaded and fried. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay. Well, like six of 5.9 of those six grams per eight oysters. Is that what it was? Or the other way around is all the breading and the frying. Yeah, it has to be right. 
<laughs> wow. That's too funny, man. That's well, perfect. I'm glad you took it. You took yourself down, which was great. Um, <laughs> that's what it says here. We'll have to, well, we'll have to get chat GBT involved to get to the, yeah, well, let's, we'll pose to the listeners. See if anyone's still paying attention, hit us with any oyster facts. We'd love to hear about it. Oh, I love that. We should probably, we'll probably get some oyster facts out there. I feel like there's a, Oh yeah. Who do you think is going to be from the league? The uh, undercover oyster aficionado. This is can't miss radio. It's definitely Tim. Let's be real. I was going to say Tim too. <laughs> yes, you were. It's Tim. I, I don't know why. I think Larry also has identifies pretty strongly with an oyster. He is um, definitely the king of the, oh, let's get oysters for the table. Like, yeah, we're going to eat a bunch of oysters and uh, we'll be all full. No, What's we that, won't. What is that accent? I, f- I feel disrespected as just a member of Philadelphia. Is that not how you <laughs> la- you hear Larry? <laughs> That's just me. I, w- I wish the whole league could hear Larry. We um He's been, unfortunately, um he's very private in his affairs and uh, doesn't want to come on to the league. And so I, I can't um I can't bash him there, but uh you shouldn't talk I, about Larry's affair on, on radio, Stephen. <laughs> he's he, he's gonna be married. <laughs> so no, I've been I've been trying I've been trying to reel in that oyster for quite some time. And uh do you catch do you we'll reel get him in? We'll get him. Um yeah, I think I think there's a real it might be more of a polling, you know, uh net situation. But uh, I think their term real works. I'll, I'll give that to you. No, there's definitely a hook involved some way, shape or a hook. No, yeah, I think, I think where are you going to hook it? That's that's why they say that a shell fi- fishing oysters is the ultimate. ultimate. It's got to be a net, Stephen. It's got to be a oh, net. No, you're you're hooking it. It's it takes or maybe precision. some kind of bow and arrow. So that's that's feasible. I, I worry that you would Ear? crush through the oyster. Yeah, true. Like a, cro- a crossbow could be a little strong. <laughs> when they're in the water, does their shell open and close like a mouth? Is that how you get the hook in? Or are they sealed? No, so I think you, you catch a, an edge. You catch an edge? You catch an edge and the hook gets in there and you bring it up. And that's why it's such a prized possession. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get. I'm gonna give this one to you. And uh, when Big Oyster comes for both of us, we'll know why. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta we gotta watch our back when it comes to big oyster. Uh, I mean, I just got just got finished with big cable last. Oh, thing you don't want to mess with them. Is big oyster, and so oh no, Ari, this has been an absolute delight. Um, I love sitting here and uh, philosophizing about the world and fantasy baseball with you, and uh, it's Likewise. always a, it's always a pleasure to have you on the uh, on the podcast. And I think I uh, speak on behalf of everyone in the league that. Uh, you are a cherished member, and um, being able to uh, pick your brain for an hour is worth its weight in gold. Yep, and worth its weight in oysters, too. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for everything you do uh, for co-hosting this podcast with me. It has been great. <laughs> uh, we are signing off. Shout out, greatest baseball player of all time, Chase Utley, and his uh, amazing MVP season. Uh, yes. Goodbye, Stephen. And uh, until next time, uh, I have to second Ari there. Uh, we, um, you know, big fans of Chase Utley on the pod, and uh, we will uh, we will see you all next time. So uh, take care and uh, watch out for Big Oyster. Bye for now. <laughs>